on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Picture that world instead. You've rested on the weekend. You've disconnected and filled yourself up with, you know, with all of your beautiful, happy juices. You started your ritual on Monday morning with whatever that looks like. So you're already feeling good. And then you can now pull your to-do and get work started. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. The Tribe Vibe is a twist on ladies' night, focusing on self-care for black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. Next thing, right? We're going to step it up. And each of these, I'm going to be like, come on. I know. I know. I know. Disconnect on the weekend. Disconnect on the weekend. As best as you can. Now, I know some of us have to stay connected, especially with our devices and yada, yada. But really try to use the weekend to do exactly what we talked about. Judging up. Actually making it time off connecting with people, engaging with things that you love, because that then creates a natural break in the week that your body needs to get rest, to go back to the job. Like a reboot. Like a reboot. That makes total sense. Yes, a reboot, just like I 
whenever I do a live stream. Yeah. Ah, my computer has been running literally all day and so that I can get the best stream when I come on and do my podcast. I have to reboot my computer. That's right. And I That's shut right. it down. And then I come back up and now I have all my, my Wi-Fi is strong. Mm-hmm. And what do you have? Optimal efficiency. Yes. It's working without baggage. It's working without the cares of what you had on it before. It's working without all of these things weighing it down. And so that's all we mean. Actually allow yourself to disconnect in whatever way satisfies that for you. But create that natural break to the end of the week. Mm. Because again, going back to our brain, it communicates to our brain, the week has ended and a new week is beginning. A new opportunity. It creates hope instead of hopelessness. Oh, that's good right there. That's some good stuff. Hope instead of hopelessness. And we all can relate to the hopelessness. So you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not sprinkle some hope? Exactly. To the hope. I love exactly. that. Exactly. And when we create that natural break in the week and, you know, um, like I'm Adventist, so we we um, keep Sabbath, for example. Mm-hmm. So from Friday night to Saturday evening, and it's the most satisfying, gratifying experience because I get like a full excuse to not do anything related to work. Yeah. <laughs> think about it, to not worry about it. I get like a full excuse to be like, ah, I'll pick you up Monday morning. <laughs> like, Right. And like every time it tries to creep back in, I get to be like, nah, chill boss. You you want schedule for Monday morning. Right. So that's like the concept to create that natural break. And this week, with all of its cares, all of its worries, all of its drama has ended. And a new week is beginning with new opportunities, new things to do, new ways to approach, new perspective. It sounds, it's keeping boundaries within yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I know sometimes I will peek in on the weekends at my emails. Right. And, right. I'll peek because I'm like, oh, I know, unless I know it's truly a big project coming up that, mm-hmm. which I don't want to get into that, but it was, I made that exception for myself, unless it's these huge events. But mm-hmm. if it's just something during the week, a regular work week, yeah. don't do it. And I had to set that boundary for yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. You're out with your friends and you go and take yourself, go look at that email from your coworker that you could have checked on Monday morning. Now your whole weekend spoiled. All of that trickled over when it could have been Monday morning's problem. Wow. And you just mentioned that before we went live. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. See, I told you, like actual things you can reach for. Not go quit your job tomorrow because that may create a bigger frustration. Exactly. <laughs> than like changing. Um, I went to a workshop the other day uh, with a Dr. Baker and she calls it cause in the matter. So to become a cause in the matter in the sense of when you cannot change the circumstances that you're in, you can change how you interact with those circumstances. So this is what we're doing right now. 
Mm. When you cannot change your job, when you cannot do something differently, you can change how you interact with that. You can create a better routine on the weekend Mm. so that you feel you actually have the resources in your body and in your mind to face the week. Yeah. Right. That's what's keeping that sleep routine. That's what's going to be helpful. You'll have the resources to actually face the week in your mind, in your body with the rest. When you disconnect on the weekend, you will again pump your body with dopamine, those feel good hormones, right? Mm -hmm. Those endorphins that make us feel happy. That again is restoring what we would have lost during the week. Okay. I like it. Right? Because like you get a chance to pump yourself up so that you actually have enough. You fill in your tank. Right. And so you prevents, have enough to go into the week. And it prevents burnout. Yes. Yes. Because we can't always change our job. But we can change how we interact with it. Mm-hmm. Right? So try to keep the same sleep routine on the weekend disconnect on the weekend and that disconnecting could be anything that you are regularly connected to during the week right so disconnect of course you know normally we talk about technology because we literally cannot live without it anymore right (laughs) so like read a book instead of watch the film go outside instead of scroll social media right like do something different than what you've been doing the past five, six days at work. Right. Now, what are your thoughts on doing whatever that disconnect is during the week? I I am always a fan for during the week. Always. Okay. Always a fan for during the week, but it's the weekend where we tend to struggle the most. Okay. But I'm always, let's make that clear. If you can do this same thing, as a matter of fact, it would be beneficial to do this every day. Keep the same sleep schedule. Make time to disconnect every day, even if it's five minutes, two minutes, 30 minutes. Why? Your brain needs time to organize information. And it does that when it doesn't have more information coming to it. So we need to disconnect. We need silence. We need a moment. So our brain, why do you think you think best in the bathroom when you're taking a shower or using the facilities? Because in that moment, there is stillness. There is quiet. Your brain actually has time to organize all the things it's been receiving. This is true. And that's when you realize, aha, this incredible idea or aha, I should have said that in the argument, right? Like this is where all of those things come together because it finally has the time to put all the pieces together. It's, oh yeah. Okay. I just like, yeah. it just, yeah. Right there. Yeah. When you did this. Yes. I I'm, I'm very visual. <laughs> I took that Tetris board just to make it fit. That, yes. That's what that's, in my head. That's what's happening in your brain. It has all these Tetris pieces just hanging around all day. And unless we get that moment, we're of stillness. That's why, you know, I encourage mindful meditation. I encourage stillness. I encourage being in the present moment because it allows the brain to do that. Organize all the information it has been receiving. 
Mm. Remember, the brain is our powerhouse. We see with our brain. We hear with our brain. We speak with our brain. We move with our brain. Our feelings are connected. Our emotions, our hearts pumping. Everything is working through this little big thing in our head, right? Because when you think about all of what it does, it's really small for all of the things it does. Absolutely. It needs time. Just like how you need time to process information, it needs time to do that too. Mm. And that's what creating a regular habit of disconnecting allows. It allows the brain, think about working with your brain, not against it. It allows your brain to do its job well, to organize information so you're making the best decisions possible. I love that. Uh, While you're talking, you remind me of Dr. Caroline Leaf. Oh, she is like, I love her. Like so much. I stand her. <laughs> I love listening to, listen, I will put my headphones on and I will go to sleep listening to her podcast. And yeah. I never thought, I never knew about the difference between the brain and your mind. Yes. Once again, as you're talking, you're right. The brain is constantly going. It does need a reset. And the way she breaks it down. She's who got me so excited about the brain and how to work with it. Ever since I read her first book, well, ever my first book introducing to her, not her first book, Switch on Your Brain, Game Changer. I like lived for that. (laughs) After that, I'm like, if it didn't take so much work to go become a neuroscientist, I would have. (laughs) Right. So, because I just don't have it in me to go to school, I will listen on to her about neurocycles. Right. Exactly. Neurocycles. I can do that. That's attainable. Exactly. Okay. So we have that. You know, keep the sleep disconnect and now we're kind of understanding why these are important our bodies need sleep our bodies need our brain needs time to organize information that's the point of disconnecting to give it time to do that if you can do that every day every day will not be as stressful as it feels i promise you if you can do that every day your stress level will begin to go down you know why Because that's what your body needs for your stress level to come down. It needs an opportunity to come to rest. Mm. That makes sense. Because physically, we need our rest. I don't care who you are. You're right. Our brain needs rest as well, which comes into the mindfulness practices. Correct. Correct. All right. Number three. Yes. Create a Monday morning routine. Ritual. Not even like routine, ritual, like this is something I'm looking forward to. Hmm. Now tell me when you're going on a trip, right? Do you love, you love to travel? Do you love to travel? I'm like making that assumption on you. I didn't even ask. (laughs) I do. You give me a travel vibe. Um, (laughs) You're correct. Right? Now when you have your trip planned, right? You are, tell me, tell me how that's for you. What, what are you thinking about? How are you prepping? Like what's going through your mind? Your trip is happening next week. 
oh. in a month? What, what, what do you do? So in a month, if I'm going a month out, I'm thinking about what I'm eating because I want to look sexy in my clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm preparing to get my hair appointments. Mm-hmm. I can be okay in the water. I am um, looking on the website on the different excursions that they have. Mm-hmm. I like to look at the food of what they have. Um, I look on their website to see what the the um, the uh, resort looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm out all my outfits, my mm-hmm. shoes, what I'm going to pack, how I'm going to pack it. I get my passport. I mm-hmm. line everything up. I get my little bottles so mm-hmm. that I'm in compliance with Delta Airlines and travel. Mm-hmm. Best airlines. <laughs> now, as you are describing it, I can see how you're feeling. How do you feel? Excited. <laughs> You're like, do I have a trip in a month? I feel like I need a trip in a month now. I know. <laughs> I feel like. So, yes, I feel very excited because I know that feeling, that prep work does make me excited. I see where you're going with this. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. we got to think about how can I make Monday more special for me? So, is it that special mug? Is it a special coffee shop? Is Is it how I set up my station before or after I leave? Is it someone I'm looking forward to talking with? Is it something I'm looking forward to at the end of it? Create some kind of ritual, just like all of what you just shared a while ago. Right, and by the time you're done, you cannot wait for a month to come. Mm. This makes sense because so many of us get we wake up to that awful alarm clock, and then it's yes. autopilot. Jump out of bed. <laughs> I'm gonna tell yes. zombie zombie walking it, dragged to the bathroom. Take that shower, throw on our clothes, get mad at traffic, get on the way. Think about how can I adjust that? How can I make Monday morning special for me? What would make that special? Is it that Starbucks coffee? Then have it on Monday morning. Mm. Is it something? Is it a special routine? Is it an activity? Is it something that's that you like to eat? Is it a particular kind of outfit? Monday morning, I'm going to dress to the nine. Make something special just for Monday. Right. That's good stuff. That way you're looking forward to it. Just like that vacation. I'm looking forward to that special thing that I know happens for me, that I do for me on Monday. And this circles back to what you talked about, about getting that rest. Because if you're going to bed very late, that's right. Stay in bed late as possible. Mm-hmm. You have time to enjoy the rituals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story time really quick. Oh, go ahead. Yes. What were you about to say? Oh, no. So I was going to say, 
the power of this, again, always going back to the brain is you start the day with that dopamine shot. Yes. So it's already in you. It's already activated. <laughs> it's already activated as opposed to going into your dead end job where it's already deactivated. <laughs> Mind blown. You already started the day with your shine. So you're no longer looking to your job to do it for you. You've already done it for yourself. Ooh. Yes. Everything we have is from within. We have all we need. So story time. I want to hear your story. Story time. I was in such a a zombie-like state for years going to this horrible job. Mm -hmm. I literally, like you said, like how you drive around with Mm -hmm. your brain. You don't have to tell your brain what to do. So what I did, so I was playing, I'm a racquetball player. Mm -hmm. So that was part of my routine, but it wasn't a ritual. And I dragged my my, uh, racquetball big bag and I was just in autopilot and I put it by my car and I got in my car and I backed up. I ran over the bag. I didn't realize the bag <laughs> was there because I was in such a oh, okay. <laughs> And I thought I ran over a kindergartner because my car oh, was no. broken. I was like, what the hell was that? And when I looked, got up and I looked and I was like, wow, I had no idea. And that put me even more in a depression because mm-hmm. I, I cracked my racket. That mm-hmm. was $200 down the drain. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah. but I'm saying all that is because I was in a routine and it was toxic. Yeah. It wasn't even that you were in a routine. You were just on autopilot. Yeah. I was, yeah. You I, weren't, I you weren't know. connected to the world. You were just letting the world happen. You, you're just passing through the world. Yeah. That's where that present moment awareness, you know, kicks in to make that difference. If we're always in that present moment, then we're always exactly where we're supposed to be mm-hmm. every time. But we live on autopilot and that's the kind of stuff that can happen. I'm so sorry you broke your racket. Me too. Me too. Yes, and I, I hope, hope you got it back again. I know you must be mad now. If it wasn't for this job, you wouldn't have broken your racket. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what's a, another tip, or is this it? Okay, no. So we have two more. Two really okay. fast. I'm going to show you how how you can disconnect easier with this fourth one. Prepare for Monday on Friday. Anna, like what? Why? Prepare for Monday on Friday. I know when Friday comes, all you want to do is get out of there. You're like, it's Friday. We're done with this. What are you talking about? Why are you giving me extra work on Friday? When I'm already burnt out. Right? All right. So let's fast forward to Monday morning when you get there and now you're scrambling to figure out all of the things that you have to do on Monday morning. 
do you start with this for the project or the email or the, the callback or the, the the this or the that or this or that versus having your Monday morning ritual after having disconnected and rested, coming in Monday morning and clearly having an outline of what you need to do today. Say that last part again. And clearly having a breakdown of what you need to do today on Monday. Picture that world instead. You've rested on the weekend. You've disconnected and filled yourself up with, you know, with all of your beautiful, happy juices. You started your ritual on Monday morning with whatever that looks like. So you're already feeling good. And then you can now pull your to-do and get work started. I understand now because you're already pumped up with dopamine. And then when you come to work, you're already in an organized state. So it's not, you're not being activated. If that makes sense. You're not, so you're not then stressing out, trying to figure out you're actually ready to go. You're ready to work. Because normally we're figuring out, I'm going to try and catch up on all the emails or return the phone call, answer what the boss says or whatever. But on Friday, and this is a, this is something that I practice, like I actually do this every day. I prepare today for tomorrow. So when I sit down at my desk, I clearly know these are the duties for today. And naturally other things will come in, but you're now able to organize the excess versus Betty came and asked for you to scan this and Bobby asked for you to do this. And the end of the day comes, you didn't get anything done for yourself because you didn't really know what you were supposed to do today because you have so many things to do. Mm -hmm. So if you prep on Friday, you you get to disconnect over the weekend because you've already communicated to your brain. This is what's coming up for me on Monday. So I don't have to be like, Oh, right. Yes. And make that phone call to Anne while I'm trying to have a good time Saturday night or Sunday on Monday morning. I've already organized my to-do list at work for that day. So when I'm coming in, in this already relaxed, activated, pumped up, ready to go state, I can keep feeding myself with dopamine because I have that beautiful checklist where I'm very clear on what to go. I'm feeling organized and I get to start checking things off. Bam, 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 bam. I like that a lot. So... Even though if it's Friday, even though you, it's not being in the moment, meaning the mindfulness, but it will be mindful on Monday. Yes. Yeah, so when we talk about mindfulness, we're not we're not saying you're only stuck in this moment because the future happens. You acknowledge the future. You focus on the present. So in that activity, I am acknowledging the future. In this present moment, on Monday, on Monday, this is what I have to do. Now, when we are not being mindful, I am worrying about the future. I'm worrying about all the things that I have to do. When I'm mindful, I'm acknowledging the things that are to be done. So I acknowledge on Monday, I need to call Anne. I need to finish this research. 
I need, and Anne is a made up person. Let's make that clear. Okay. <laughs> I need to finish this research. I need to start this project, whatever. These are my top three things on Friday. I've put those down that on Monday, this is where I'm starting my work. Mm-hmm. When I leave work, I've now left work because I know what's happening on Monday. I don't have to worry about work. Less stress. I'm going to start doing that uh, tonight. No, no, Game no, no, changer. No. I'm going to start tomorrow night because what I've learned from you, and, and I have done this from the day I heard you say this, to because this is something big. This is a big task I'm doing. And I remember you said, no, just power down. This is a big task. And then you can reboot. So that's right. I do, I do have my rituals that I do after I stream my podcast. So compounding this for work, I'm not going to do it tonight, but I will start tomorrow with a clean slate because I'm not streaming tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Tips from LaDana. (laughs) So so you guys are seeing, like, I'm not giving you out of reach things. These are like small changes that you can make that are going to have a big impact on that Sunday night syndrome to make Mm -hmm. Monday morning something you're actually looking forward to versus. So instead of depleting yourself, you're getting a way to fill yourself up with very small changes because our mind can't take our brain can't take big changes i'm so glad that that stuck with you ursula i'm very pleased to hear that yeah big changes are scary we have to start with small steps because when we do that small change and we make it happen that dopamine shot comes in now we want to do something else because it feels good right it's like thinking you're going to clean your house. You can think about it all day long, but the minute you take up the room to sweep, you're going to notice that the counter needs to wipe. You're going to wipe that because now you have clean floors. Right. And that feels good. So now you want clean counters. Then you notice the window sills. Because that felt good too. Okay, I see where you're going with this. I get it. I see where you're going with that. Yes. So it's getting that hit after hit. (laughs) And the smaller steps we take, the more consistently you get that hit. Mm. I like number four. I like all of them, but number four, this one resonates with me. Yes. You see how I have them building? Like, start with this change, start with this. And now we're going to take you back to the start of the weekend. And you're going to prepare for Monday from then. Which means that... You are, you are beginning, because we're going to number five, when you prepare for Monday on Friday, you are already starting to flip your internal script that Monday is a new opportunity for me to get this done. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, if you're a Monday to Friday worker, whenever your, your, your work days are, Because a lot of our Monday blah, blah, blah is really our mindset towards Monday. It absolutely is. It's what we've told ourselves Monday is. We've told ourselves that Monday is a pain. Yeah. And here's how our brain works. It likes to find evidence for what we tell ourselves. Mm. So if, if I tell myself Monday is painful, it is going to go out of its way to find all the evidence for that. From the annoying alarm, 
the annoying traffic, the frustrating, whatever. It's going to keep finding all the reasons to make this true. Wow. That I never knew that. I just learned something. That's why we talk about how we talk to ourselves, right? You hear a lot of talk about negative self-talk because if you tell yourself that you're dumb, brain's going to find evidence for it. That's right. I, I totally agree with you on that. Totally. And if you tell yourself that you're smart, your brain's going to find evidence for that. If you tell yourself that you're the smartest in the world, you have a lot of high ego people walking around believing that, even if they don't know what they're doing, <laughs> right? right? Because their brain has given them the evidence for that. Mm. So that's now, this is the bigger part of the job, right? I gave you some small ones to make that feel good. That's how I was giving you the dopamine hit. I could do that. I could do that. I could do right. that. Right. And now you get to tell yourself, you get to change the conversation that you have with Monday. Mm-hmm. You get to decide how you want to look at Monday in a way that brings you hope, in a way that is optimistic, in a way that restores instead of depletes. Yes. And also, I like that it gives us our own self a chance to create our own narrative as opposed to having an external factor exactly 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 and the more you say that to yourself now i'm going to say this for your brain to make any lasting change you need to have a goal that goal is going to need effort it's going to have to be repetitive and it has to be consistent Right, you need these four things to make lasting change happen. Can you Why is that? Again? Okay, so you need to have a goal mm-hmm. that takes effort. You know, you have to actually be putting in work. Nobody likes that part, but a goal that takes effort is repetitive and consistent. Mm. That's the blueprint right there. Right there. Why is that? Because we have the power through a process called neuroplasticity to change the function and the structure of our brain. That's what Dr. Lee, she said that. Yeah, you're right. We have the power to change the structure and the function of our brain. What do I mean? Our brain is working with neuropathways. Just think about like a bunch of highways and connecting roads right? Just think about it that way, right? If you don't want your brain to travel a particular road anymore, what would you have to do? I'd have to think about it and change my own direction. Correct. So think about just regular traffic. If I don't want you to travel on this road, what do I have to do? I got to put up a roadblock. Right. I have to create a detour. Detour. Right, that says we're not going this way anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not turning right. We're not going straight, whatever the path was. We're going a different direction. Now, if you have been working, let's say I've been working since 2011 full time. So that's like, my math is going to make a joke of me now. What, 11 years? Yeah, mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. So for the past 11 years, let's just use this as an example. If for the past 11 years, 
I have said that Mondays are the most painful day of the week. How many Mondays have that been in a year for the past 11 years? That's a very strong pathway in my brain. Right. Which is why come Sunday at five o'clock, my brain knows exactly how I should respond. We just said this earlier. Except, <laughs> wow, you brought that all the way back. We're going to take our time. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Right? Wow. That's why number five is flipping your internal script. You spent, and I, and I, when I work with clients, I use this math because I need people to recognize it's not going to happen overnight. Mm. You've had this narrative for the past 11 years, working 52 weeks a year, let's say if you never took a holiday. Wow. That's a long time. It is. Which is why lasting change requires a goal, effort, repetition, and consistency. Because we have to rebuild a new path. That's the neurocycle. <sighs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a selfie of that one. <laughs> Definitely. Got it. <laughs> what was number five again? Flip your internal script. So you have to change the conversation that you're having with yourself about Monday. Mm-hmm. If you want Monday to feel different, you have to change the way you talk about Monday. Yes. If you keep talking about Monday, as the worst day of the week, it's going to keep being the worst day of the week. You have to start finding a way to, in your own narrative, maybe Monday becomes something, um, a new opportunity. Maybe Monday becomes um, a, a chance to do something new. Maybe Monday is another, another you know, outlet. Maybe Monday is the step you're taking to get to your dream. Mm-hmm. Maybe Monday is gratitude for work, right? I love that. I actually was going to mention that if uh, to add on to your list to practice gratitude. Yes, which is, is my routine. which is my morning routine. That's my ritual. Yes, that's that's my morning ritual because nothing fills me with joy, mm. and it it. Gratitude is, that's a whole other, I were to come back to even talk about gratitude, like on its own, but my whole life changed around deciding to be more grateful. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw that change. I remember I was sharing with, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the via character strength, personality strengths test. And I had taken that test when I started my master's program. And um, and at the time when I did that, at the top of my strength list, I think was creativity, no curiosity, because I just always have to understand why things work, right? And gratitude was like really low on the list. 
And I said to myself, that was my goal. I am going to cultivate gratitude. Interesting. Wait, I think I've taken that test. Is that a list of like 35 or is like 25 characters? Yeah. I'm going to go back and I took that about three years ago. I'm glad you mentioned that. You are really making my brain work tonight. (laughs) I'm going to look that up. So you said gratitude. Huh. So curiosity was at the top of my list. And at the time I said, you know what? Gratitude was so low on my list. I could begin to see because I was now learning about the research, um, Edmund's research on gratitude and how it could actually change your well-being and manage your stress and really just literally shift your whole experience with the world, shift your experience with crisis. Like when the pandemic happened, that sometimes I remember I was praying to God, like, Am I just being presumptuous? Like, why I'm not like melting under the pressures of this? That's like a whole other conversation because we had made a big life shift before the pandemic started. And I'm like, whoa, why would you like, everyone is like crumbling and I'm going, why am I not crumbling? Why, why am I at such peace? This is so weird. <laughs> like, and, 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 and everyone's like, well, why aren't you whatever? And, 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 Three years later, when I retook that, um, when I was finishing up, gratitude was my number one on that list. Really? And that's why I'm saying to you, you have the ability to change the way you interact with your life. Mm, That is powerful. You just have to decide to do it. That's it. That's it. That's the call to action. <laughs> I like that. Exactly. You always got to have a call to action. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, and it didn't cost anything. It didn't cost anything. Your whole life can change. If you do these five things next week, the week after, the week after that, you'll begin to notice those shifts. Keep that same sleep schedule. Maintain that consistent sleep, that predictable period of restoration. Disconnect as often as possible, but especially on the weekend because it creates that natural break in the weeks. Your life doesn't feel like this ongoing cycle of work-life repeat, work-life repeat. Create that natural break, right? Make that an actual flag post in your life, that natural break, right? Mm-hmm. Then think about what is a Monday morning ritual, something I can look forward to just for me, mm-hmm. just for me. What is that for you? What do you love? What makes you feel good? And if it's just on Monday, it's calorie free. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would tell myself because mine was ice cream. I'm like, it's calorie free. It's just on Mondays. I need this. <laughs> That's some good stuff. I have I have since given I've since changed that ritual now. But right, but it's a good start. If it's if it's gonna make you look forward to it, then start with it, right? Prepare for Monday from Friday. So you're not scrambling Monday morning, but you're going into the office, organized, you're going on to the job with a clear idea of what you're about to do. The brain loves that. Nothing creates more anxiety than the unknown. You know what? You're right. I heard this, uh, this researcher, 
he's he did a study on people who had uh, experienced high anxiety and he said one of a consistent uh character trait that they all had is that they all like watch the ones who watch movies they love watching movies repeatedly because they knew what was going to happen yes yes and the brain loves certainty yes. yes yeah the un- uncertainty makes us stressed out yes so set up your monday by not being unclear about what to do start your monday clear on the expectation and that will help you have a better handle of the day and then change how you talk about mondays mm-hmm. make monday something to look forward to and believe me it will i'm telling you because i live that now i live that now i was there and i live there now where i look forward to monday and yes there are stressors in every single job that can make that challenging. But as I gave the distinction, when it comes to the work that I do, it is always a one. Sometimes the things around it affect that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we, we have gained tools tonight that we can take throughout the week, into the weekend. And it won't make the week seem so so awful. So um, yes. anyone listening, try everything that Ladena says, including myself. I'm going to do, there's some, especially at number four, I really love. And then let's revisit this in about a month or two. And then yes. reach out to me or Ladena on Instagram. I posted her Instagram link. And let us know what what. What, what do you think about it? How do you feel after that 60, 90 day nervous? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on, girl. Check hey, you out. <laughs> I know it. Oh, LaDana, guess what? What? You are still a black girl that has her shift together. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. My always deliver. Always. I love it. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in The Black Girls Getting Their Shit Together. Make sure and visit us next week. I will have Celeste, the therapist, on. And the week after that, I'm going to have the lovely Sarah Komoda. We'll talk about um, co-parenting with your high-conflict ex. Oh. Oh. Yes. So mm. work on your neurocycles so that you can help <laughs> dealing with these toxic exes. But Dana, you are wonderful. Always so a pleasure, Ursula. I cannot wait until we meet up again. Right? Good night, everyone. Good night, Ladena. Good night. For the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Hit your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you
you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all.